Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. I did it. I did it. I did it. I got through Buffy. I did it. I did Season it. Season one. Did it. Wait, it's only... There, please don't tell me there's more seasons. <laughs> That's not all of it. Oh, no. <laughs> only six more seasons to go. Yay. Hey. I am more depressed now. You did it. Yay, you, know. you honestly, it is an accomplishment. Applause, applause, applause. Yeah. You finished season one. It was hard. It's a little hard. Yeah, it's, it's a hard one to watch. Season two is good. I hope so. Okay. Well, we are here, of course, to talk about the season one finale of Buffy called Prophecy Girl. Prophecy girl. Prophecies. Because they're prophets. No, uh, not prophets. Prophet. Wait, is that where prophecies come from? I don't know, but it sounds like it should wow, be. Wow, we're really fucking stupid. I don't know. Now I have to Google that. They I was going to yell at you from... for saying something dumb, and then I was like, wait a minute. I like how this, you know what? This is a good, this is a Schroeder cat moment. Either I'm really smart or really dumb. No. And we don't know until we look at no, it. No, a prophet is a person regarded as an inspired teacher or proclaimer of the will of God. But a prophecy is a prediction. It literally just says a prediction. So, so no, they're not related. So not only am I wrong, but the from the Schroeder's cat motion, I, I the cat is dead. You never hear about that? Schroeder's cat? No? Wait, what? Schroeder's cat. It's like a... It's a, a methodology of thinking where, like, if there's a, thing, a vial of poison... And a cat, and it's under a box. Mm-hmm. You have to assume that it's dead and alive because you don't know if the cat ate, touched the poison or ate the poison. Okay. Until you lift the box open. You will never know. You will never you, know. Right. So I just Schroeder the heck out of that situation, and then the cat's dead. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So this episode is called Prophecy Girl because it's about Buffy um, fulfilling a prophecy. I will read the, the one-sentence blurb. Mm-hmm. Giles discovers an ancient book foretelling Buffy's death at the hands of the master. That's the prophecy. Yeah, and Giles looks rough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, they start the whole thing off with him like looking like he just either drank. He's like, I haven't slept much. I'm like, you, you really look like you've been drinking all night. <laughs> I put that Giles is li- uh, Gilesing and librarying. He's reading the prophecies. Like, m- he's... He's, He's reading many prophecies, I guess. Because yeah, in the last one. Um, about the Slayer dying. Uh, yeah, it, he just looks so... <laughs> he looks like not only he's been drinking. It looks, looks like he hasn't gotten any sleep. Yeah. But they like comment like, you wearing the same clothes from yesterday? Just wrinkled? Well, that I, came even later because he, later, wears yeah. the, he actually wears the same clothes for like two or three days in a row. Yeah. Or at least two. Um, but when we open, like before the the theme song um it opens at the bronze yep and you know what this time it's not a fumigation party <laughs> finally the <laughs> no. sign has changed the, out of all the time that what so every season one is how many episodes i don't, I don't know but at 12 l- at least i can only remember two times and this is the second one where i remember the bronze is saying the bronze or it's dance night or whatever. It's a DJ it, night. It was like one of the few times it didn't say fumigation, basically. <laughs> but it always, so, it always looked like it said fumigation, but it was also like cross. Like, no, it, did, it was this. not. It was not. It was clearly <laughs> rewritten. They learned from the last time. Somebody, somebody actually did write a letter to them back in the 90s. Hey, fuckers. We saw the mistake. Or I wrote it and they changed it in the past. <laughs> Or just on just on ours, just on our Hulu. Anyway. You know, on, on their Hulu, just change that one right there. So last, last episode, give them that. Uh, at the bronze, Xander is practicing on Willow how to ask out Buffy, and it's super 
like rude because we all know that Willow has like a little crush on him, and he must know a little bit too. It's more of a staring crush now, though. Like she just like stare. Like she doesn't have a crush on him. She's like looking at his face. Well, because she is, she is imagining that he's saying this to her, not Buffy. Yeah, but I feel like she. I feel like. Like, okay, in this season, great. But if I see Willow doing the same stuff, I'm going to be very mad. Like, she just stares out and goes, huh? Mm, no. Okay, good. I'm, I'm Not very glad. Because really. that's a very she, classic, like, teenager y. She's smart. Yeah, thing. but we even see that she's smarter mm. than that later in the episode, like, falling for Xander. Um, so Buffy is also this during this time is fighting vamps in the cemetery, like and there's do. like like you do well, but like Buffy does. There's like an epic slow motion like '90s fight, and it's it's actually Horrible. not it's actually not bad, but it's a little like if you got if you got it's a little if you too, gotta say it's bad. It's not that bad. It's, it's just <laughs> a little '90s. That's all. It's a little. They too did a 90s. slow motion on her rolling backwards and yeah. then she like they got her up and she's like Kramaga, my fists are right next to each other it's like what's that gonna do nothing because I'm gonna get a pointy stick from my back <laughs> so um that when we see Giles in the library and stuff um then all of a sudden earthquake happens because the master is like getting stronger and he's basically trying to get out of the hellmouth and the floor in the library just like cracks. Yeah, everything like it looks it looks destroyed. I do like the line that the master had because the little kids just oh, sitting yeah. there. He's like, "What do you think? Five point one on the on the Richter scale of of that?" I thought that was that really is funny. funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, because the master is witty, like he is funny. Um, so Giles looks rough. This floor is cracked, and I'm like, "School still open? Yeah. Okay. Cool. No problem. Like property Let's damage. Let's go to the bronze. <laughs> no, but that's like, okay. But Buffy walks into the library and sees him looking rough, and like, oh, like rough night. Like, yeah, the floor's fucking cracked. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I guess I have to go with my fate." And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Biology. Yeah, of course, because that's what the school's still open. I know. Cracked ceiling. Cracked." basement floor, everything and the, else. In, ev- in every other episode, there's also a crime scene. Like, how the school is still open is amazing. You know why? Because it's on the Hellmouth. <laughs> yeah. So it's allowed to stay open. Um, Which I de- we, we get to find out in this episode that that's where it is. Yes. Yeah, so, <sighs> spoiler alert, the entrance to the actual Hellmouth is um, below the library. Yeah. Right at the table where they researched the monsters. Yep. So, um... It's might as well, you might as well, like, be like, hey, we're gonna... Mur-. Like, it's almost like if you literally were going to fight someone, you're just hanging out in their basement. They're not like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight this guy. When? Someday. When I'm allowed to come out of the basement. <laughs> like, allowed to come out of the basement. <laughs> well, it's kind of true. The 90s He's- did look like we just captured a lot of people. And the, you know what? Buffy, there's no exception. Well, the master technically is stuck down there right now. Anyway, Xander is going to ask out Buffy, and it's awkward. And it's bad. So Buffy rejects him, and then Xander insults her. Yeah, but you know what? I don't give Buffy any nod credit for this because he literally, like, they're walking. So the way Xander, like, is going to ask her out, he like, like, let's walk over here. She's like, you're scaring me. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to start out great. Right. And then right after that, there's a kid literally sitting at a bench, and he just goes, leave. And I'm like, he just goes, one. Why would he listen to Xander? Why would he listen to Xander? So, like, all these, you're not showing really good traits up to this point, buddy. I don't care no. if you're, we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> Get out of here, buddy. Oh, oh, like, I thought you, you meant, I thought you meant him and Buffy have been friends for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, but six like, months. But he's like, I don't not care, but, just, but he's like talking to her. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, and then he just tells someone to get out of here, leave. Hey, leave. Okay. <laughs> and the guy, no care. He's just like, whatever. I swear to God, I got like two feet, and he's like, wait, did Xander do that to me? <laughs> Are you kidding? That guy's just glad he was in a fucking scene. <laughs> Mom, I'm in a scene. I got yelled at by Xander. Um. So next, we see Miss Calendar eavesdropping on Giles. He's on a phone call in his office and I know it's Angel and we kind of find out later that's Angel but he's like I hope to see you um, and there's she talks about stories that she's been sent or she's found on the web about that lead uh, 
to Signs of the Apocalypse. I like how it's called the web in this wonderful world. Well, it's 1997. I know. It's just funny. That's It's the web. Well, the World is. Wide Web. It was and is. Oh, my God. That um, was such a weird one for me when she was just, like, telling stuff that were happening around the world. Like, yeah. oh, like a cat gave birth to a bunch of snakes, snakes. or something like that. And A know, boy, boy was born with his eyes the wrong way. Like, in, Why was that not bigger news, though? I, like, I had to find that out on the web. That should have been on TV. Um, because it was the 90s. If that, was in, um, if that happened in the 90s, I would have been to my, glued to my screen. That would have been that. on a like tabloid magazine. It wouldn't have been on mainstream news. They, nobody would have believed it. Oh, man. I, I would have expected that to be on mainstream news. I would have expected that just to be there. Like, I would have been just telling everybody. So, this is one of the weird things, though. She mentions that someone she knows, or, yeah, someone she knows, a monk, told her about the anointed one. Yeah. Why? How would they know about now, the anointed one? Well, Giles is like, perks up. He's like, what, what? Yeah, we killed the anointed let's one. Let's back no, you up, didn't. though. Why a monk? Uh, because she is a techno-pagan, and right. she she okay, talks yeah. to... Other people who probably read like old texts and things okay. and has like a web, you know. But 90s wise stereotypes are showing me that monks are, you know, secluded and they don't, they forego Maybe all this stuff. is a, a techno monk. It's a techno monk. <laughs> <laughs> they have techno everything. It's a new sect. It's monks are in, in the 90s. A monk was in a temple praying and Practicing karate. It's um, the Order of St. Bill Gates, <laughs> and they have advanced technologies. Um, yeah. The, but the silent monks, their chat rooms are wild. Okay, so the thing is, Giles and, and Buffy, everybody, thinks that the anointed one is dead because they think it was a big oafish vampire that attacked them in one of the uh, previous episodes, but it was actually like this little kid. Which, again, we'll see later, but I'll ask you right now, what was the fucking point of that goddamn kid? I, I, I don't know. I thought it was like a stranger danger thing, like, you know, just like... What does he do in this episode? Oh, he holds her hand and she... And, and, and brings, brings her, her to... Later, okay. spoiler, brings her to the... To the master. And then what does he do? Walks away. He leaves. He just walks away. And do we see him again? Nope. Nope. It's just... He's gone. I did my job. Legit. His job was just to bring Buffy to the master. Apparently, no other. Why did it have to be this little kid? Why? What makes him anointed? He's anoint annoying. That's what he is. Yes. They got the name wrong. They read the prophecy wrong. wrong. Yeah, it was called the annoying one. The annoying. The annoying one. Yeah. They get the kid gets there and she just Look at realizes us. we are our own Scooby Gang. We just figured it out. Another mystery within Buffy. Sorry, what were you going to say? Sorry, they're so proud of us. They, they literally got to the point where they're like, uh, we're going to call him the anointed one. Are we sure we're saying that right? Yeah, Kevin told me it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin read it out. It's good. It's yeah, good. and he's totally not annoying at all. <laughs> so the next scene, Cordelia is asking Willow for a favor, for some help with setting up sound equipment for the – they're having another prom. Because they just had one two days ago. Two episodes ago, they had a prom. And now they have another prom. I just... No, the last... Literal last episode. Was was, it the last episode? Yes. So here's the thing. Oh, God. I I was just thinking about it. And I was like, wait, that was May Queen. This is... Sure, this is a spring spring fling. fling. Yeah. So, So maybe the May Queen is like just something you vote on and then... Spring fling, everybody. Nope, because they were know. at the bronze. Remember, it was a fumigation party. The dance is at the bronze for this one too. So they're having two dances at this high school. Um, I don't know why. So anyway, Cordelia needs Willow's help, and this is a little funny to me because later Willow dates a musician, Oz, and they purposefully point out that she doesn't have a lot of knowledge about amps and sound equipment. Did they forget that they asked? Anyway. To be fair, she didn't even do it anyways. No, but the fact that Cordelia thought of her and thought she would and could do it, and Willow said yes. But then later, it's just contradictory. But they probably, you mean <laughs> season one didn't make sure they could follow through they didn't keep up with, with story with everything? content? No. Yeah, continuity. Oh, no. Anyway. There was a puppet that was a hero. I'm just going to 
Not that I wasn't okay with it, but I'm just saying. What are you talking about? The the puppet episode. I'm just saying. Oh. Like you said, they're throwing a lot at a wall yeah. and seeing what could stick. That was somebody's story, and they were like, yeah, you, you can do you that. Go ahead, one. do that one. Then, like, next next season, like, ah, oh, crap, we didn't think that through. <laughs> so, Xander is all upset, and he's alone in a classroom for some reason. I think it's after school. Throwing a ball. At, a, at the wall. At the Which class, is really the close, board. so I actually give the guy credit, because that's a close wall, and he's just, like, catching it, no problem. Like, ah. So, Willow is, like. Didn't get hit. Going to comfort him. I don't know why. And um, he asks Willow to go out on a, on, to the dance with him. Yeah. And she right away is like, no, I can't do that. And he's big mad now because he got double rejected. Yeah, again, I don't understand this one because this is, as a boy that went to a high school and a middle school, I would expect this kind of attitude from a middle, middle schooler, schooler. But I wouldn't expect it from someone... As a guy, I i mean, me personally, got rejected hundreds of times. Granted, and so has Xander. Yeah. I was Fatty McFatty. You could have rolled me. He, and I still was getting rejected left and right. Granted, it's because I was fat. He, but still. He even says, like, I have a lot of experience. You think I'd, like, take it better. And it's like, yes, but that means that he still has an ego. Like, he still thinks he's better than he is, basically. Well, he was a hyena zebra thing at one episode that no. I did not get to see and I'm glad I didn't. It wasn't a zebra. He was like a hyena. Hyena. Anyway. Yeah. Hyena zebras. Hyenas eat zebras. So that was Lion King. That's something else. Another sign that the apocalypse is happening, Buffy is in the bathroom and she turns at the school and turns on the sink and it's blood yeah. instead of water. And so she goes to the library because of course that's where Giles lives and she is going to tell him and then she hears him talking to Angel and she's like Angel but then she keeps listening yeah they talk about how that she's going to die uh, kill uh, the master will rise and the the Slayer will die. Yes. And they're like, and I do like Angel. You sure you read it right? <laughs> Giles just looks so defeated. Because His he's been all in the, the library place. for two fucking days. <laughs> literally, like, of all people that, like, can look at someone and go, mm, you know what, I think this guy's on a mental breakdown. <laughs> he's just like, are you sure? Can you check your math again? You know what, you took two days on this. May want to get some rest and then check it again. Are you sure? You only read 17 <laughs> books about it um and he said the codex is final like the codex is never wrong yeah type of thing but like also angel got the codex for him he knows the codex is the all the the, the all being thing and he gives it to him and he's like are you sure about that it's that book that i had for some reason maybe he was he just i think he was Honestly, just hoping that oh. there was a, there was a doubt, there was a chance of doubt. Maybe, but and he's like, "No, tomorrow Buffy will face the master, and she will die." Hey, you know what? I will give credit to Angel. Did Why? not sigh. Look, the whole episode. No, I told you he. Yeah. Didn't. You know why? Because he had didn't, more to do. Didn't have this. I told you this. Nothing over here. When they give him more to do, he has more range. Of course he does. So Buffy starts kind of laughing because she almost can't believe it that she's going to die. So her solution is she's going to quit being yeah, a slayer. I'm going to quit being a slayer, which is not something you can You can't. And, and Angel do. and Giles are like, you can't. She's basically like, well, fuck you. I'm fucking quitting. And Buffy yells at, yells at both of them. And she, like, throws a book books at Giles. She's like... Tell me my fortune. Like, read me the future, you know? Because she's so mad. I don't blame her. She's 16. Eh. She doesn't want to die. Well, yeah, but no one's to die, but, like... But she pro- But to hear that, like, this is a prophecy and it is absolute... Well, I mean, but Giles did say, like, there's a bunch of prophecies that she already beat through and didn't go. But the Codex. I don't care about the Codex. The Codex didn't say she had a vampire boyfriend. No. <sighs> They're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but um, Giles is like, you have to stop the master because if you don't, then Hellmouth will open and then demons will come out and devour the world and everything will be chaos. She's like, I don't care. Like, she kind of cares, but like, she doesn't care. Um, And... Because I'm a teenager. Well, yeah. So there is a scene where Willow tries to call Xander. Yeah. Xander... Oh my god, that was such a sad scene. He's I go, in he's his such room. a sad sad. He's got sad music playing, and Willow calls. He just, on the bed, for some reason the phone is on his bed. So yeah. clearly he was 
yeah, wanting some help. He just picks up the phone and just closes it. Now puts it back down. And, and then takes a, it off the hook. Yeah, it takes it off the hook because it's the old, like, you know, dial thing. Mm-hmm. That it was I, the 90s. I had one of those as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my toy. Yeah. We didn't buy me, like, a fake mm-hmm. one. <laughs> they, they just, just gave you got an, old, an older one. It's real like, one. You play with this. <laughs> hey, they knew. Uh, whatever. <laughs> they knew They knew their clientele. They knew I would, like, I called someone today, Mom. And, like, yeah, you didn't get it. Good job. I was like, it was definitely not plugged in. <laughs> no, um, no, never was. Never was, because I didn't know it had to be plugged in. It's against a wall sometimes. And I put it against a wall. Why does it stay? Well, because you're an idiot. <laughs> um, so the next scene, Joyce is finally, I wrote, Joyce is finally home. <sighs> Joyce. I like Joyce. I don't. Her entire method, for the, I'm sorry, this argument that she had. Wasn't argument. Oh, sorry, it wasn't argument. This discussion, discussion was, "Hey, mom, let's go out for the weekend. Let's go like do something. Let's do that." And her to answer, avoid the apocalypse. To avoid the apocalypse. And not saying that to her mom, but, right. but her answer to it is, "You know, the galleries open every weekend." And I just slap my head. I'm just, oh my god. That's why I'm like, of course it's open every weekend because <laughs> you never see Joyce anywhere except for. What two episodes? Yeah, I was like, she's literally never home. Who goes to this gallery? I don't know. How popular is it? Because it's you know why that popular. Do you know why it's so popular? Guess. Oh, if it's a Hellmouth, because they're on the Hellmouth. God, no one's going there. No one is going there. So in that scene, Joyce reveals that she bought Buffy a dress. Somehow she knew this dance was coming up, and she bought her a pretty. It's a white and ivory dress. And she's like, oh, my God, we can't afford it. But she yeah, did it anyway. Yeah, the reason she said that? Because Buffy doesn't eat. So Buffy doesn't eat so we can afford it. Yeah, because she's You just, still cook that food. Just because Buffy doesn't eat it doesn't mean you didn't spend the money on the food. Nice try, Joyce. <laughs> Not going to happen. She's trying to make she's you feel better. trying to be a parent for Yeah, a little once. bit. For once, she's trying to be a parent. So the next scene... Cordelia and Willow are, well, Cordelia is complaining because the guys never came to help them and they didn't get the sound equipment and now they're going to be late for the dance and la la la. And when they go to the lounge, at, they're at school and they, they think they're just hanging out in like a student lounge watching TV, but they're all dead. They're dead. And they oh. open the door and like literally her boyfriend named Kevin, Kevin yeah. falls and has a big bite mark on his neck, but they're all, they've all been drained. Like they're. Yeah, dead, dead. but uh, maybe I don't get. So the whole concept of this was they the boys were supposed to meet her at the bronze at the morning or the night. I think in the morning. Okay, so and, and they, because they didn't, they had to go after school and find them. Yeah, but they, and then they were the dead in there, which means that the vampires got into there and started just killed people, which is fine. Which is like a hint to like the hellmouth is underneath right. the school, or the of. apocalypse is coming, or the apocalypse is coming. Yeah, but. I don't know. Just you said there was a scarier scene of it. So, actually, this is a great chance for I undid something. Hope's totally unnecessary trivia. So the trivia for this um, episode. I, I, I walked us into this. I'm sorry to everyone. So. Allison Hannigan, Allison Hannigan, who plays Willow, claimed that two versions were filmed of the scene where she and Cordelia discover the room full of bodies. A tamer version for American audiences and a bloodier one to be shown in Europe. Because they have less strict rules on horror. Because, and now that you think, when I think about it, in that scene, there's actually very little blood. Yeah. For, like, like, a massacre. There's, like, several bodies. There's, like, a little handprint of, um... Of blood on the TV. Right. And there'd be more. There'd be blood all over the floor. So they obviously filmed this one first. And then once they were satisfied, they added a bonus. Do you know what was playing as the Um, the cartoon? It's actually another piece of trivia. You're kidding. I thought it was something I had. No, go ahead. No, say it. Say it. Three Little Pigs. Yes. So the cartoon playing on the TV when Willow and Cordelia find the bodies in the AV room is the Looney Tunes. version. Yep. Pigs in a polka. That's what it's. Oh yeah, it's pigs in a poker. I but it, I think but it's it, about it's, um, it's essentially the Three Little Pigs. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the Looney Tunes version. They're all playing a musical instrument. That's why it's a poker. 
Are we trying to figure out what the cartoon Vampires was sent by the master oh, okay. kill a room full of high school students watching TV. When Willow finds them there, there's a cartoon playing in the TV they're watching. It's the three little pigs. The volume is off, but the screen playing is where the pigs are dancing to the song, Who is Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? But then down here... Oh... Oh, it is the same thing. It says the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, no, it says that it's it's the Looney Tunes pigs in a polka. Yeah. But that's so the which same. is it? The three little pigs or pigs in a polka? It's the same. It's the three little pigs. It's just what the Looney I'm Tunes. So named. The Looney Tunes named what they did. Everyone already knows the three little pigs. It's just the Looney Tunes episode was probably pigs in a polka because they're oh, musical okay. and they just did the three little pigs, but they're all playing musical instruments. Okay. All right. So it is the same piece of information. Okay. Yeah. Da 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 da. Okay. I'm sorry for everyone. I'm sorry. Um, I anyway. know. I know. I have my several moments. This is not Shut mine. <laughs> so the next thing we know, Joyce bursts. Oh, Buffy's trying on her dress, and she's like looking in the mirror, and she's like, "Oh, it looks so pretty." And then Joyce busts in her room, and she's like, "Buffy, it's Willow. Something on TV." No, that's it. That's all she says. It's Willow. No, something on the news. That's what yes, you're saying. right. You're right. Something on the news, and then Willow. There and we're like, what? Nothing to connect those. There was no, no connection between why Willow was on the news, or if she was on the news, or if it was just she was mentioned. Like, what about the fucking news, Joyce? But I know it was orange. This is what I know. They wrote that line to get Buffy to get the quote information enough to get her over to Willow's house. So she goes over to Willow's in the dress. And a leather jacket. Why would she not get undressed? Because for this? she had to run over there. Because it was because no one's done a quick change like ever Jenny, in the show before going to see something very important. Like Jenny Callender said in this episode, <laughs> the apocalypse is nigh. Okay, the apocalypse is near. Calendar so, girl. Oh my god, Jenny Callender. So Buffy goes to Willow. She's trying to comfort her, and Buffy. Um, excuse me. Willow is understandably upset, but she's like, I knew these guys, like, she went to school with them, she goes to that room every day, and, like, they're dead now, blah, blah, blah. I love you, dress. And, yeah, and Buffy realizes, like, fuck, she's got to face the master. Um, because, like, the apocalypse isn't even here yet, and people that are, you know, near and dear to other people are, are being killed. To be fair, she could also assume the sheer fact that, oh, if I don't go to the master, the master will just keep sending people to go right. kill stuff, which... Yeah, it could be true, but also, you know. I think it's just showing, honestly showing the seriousness of what can happen when the hell mouth opens. Mm. So Giles and Jenny are chatting about the hell mouth opening and how it's literally the end of the world. Mm. And Giles is determined he's just going to face the master all by himself. Giles, who gets knocked out every other episode, which is a running theme for this whole show. Cabinet, uh, cabinet, uh, yeah, dragger. Yeah. Yep, he's got this. He's going to face the one of the oldest and most powerful vampires in written history. Uh, another thing about Giles being helpless is a little annoying when we learn about Giles' past a little bit later. So another contradictory thing that I'm just going to I feel like there's a plop. lot. There's a lot of contradictory plop, yeah. stuff. So Buffy shows up and she's like, uh, no, you're not going. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go face the master. And he's like, over my dead body. Like, I'm the adult and I'm older. La, la, la. So what does Buffy do? Punch him in the face. Knocks him the fuck out. Oh, yeah. One punch because that pack's a punch. Slayer? I, I just, just the sheer fact someone punched anyone is, is happy for me. And she grabs a crossbow, the weapon that she has the least experience with. Yeah, that made no sense to me. You have, we've talked several times about. She uses her stake every night. We've talked about how you have a cage full of weapons. And you got the, which one, by the way, the crossbow's just sitting there on a table. Yeah. Which means. Well, no, because Giles was getting weapons ready to go fight. He was going to use that. And yet he was not going for the, I feel like no, that he was. was. Uh, he probably was going to have a sword and a stake. He was going to have everything. Well, but not Buffy. Buffy's like, I got this. Let me get these automatic stake shooter. Oh, wait, I could have just got wooden bullets and a gun. And All right. <clears throat> so one of the things that Jenny and Giles read is about, like, the anointed one they think being a child, which then Giles is like, oh, shit, then we didn't kill the anointed one. And then Buffy shows up and is like, oh, I'm looking for a kid, and then she knocks him out. So she knows, now she knows that the anointed one is a kid, and that means she will know who he is, and, and then yeah, he leads her to changes, the master. Which kind of changes the prophecy. It does, because yeah. the original prophecy, and they even say it in this, 
the slayer will see the anointed one and not know him. And he will lead her to the master and then she will die. And so she's like, okay, let's go, kid. Like, she knows exactly what the deal is. And then he leads her to, like, the entrance of his lair and then fucking leaves. Okay, the entrance seemed a little weird, though. Did it not look like someone just literally just took, like, cement and is like, all right, smash it. What are we going to do? And that's the entrance. It, it's literally. Five feet down. It's like, and we're here. No, it's literally like a sewer entrance. It, but it, at least a sewer entrance has like a, like a stable structure. I mean, granted, you could say like the, because of the earthquake or something, but it still looked like someone just sunk a street. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, go down. Listen, How long? Not that far, apparently. This was the last episode. They didn't have a lot of budget left. So. They didn't need a lot of budget. They already had like an entire set. From the first Work smarter, episode. not harder. Okay. Uh, yeah, make a whole so, new set. That's smart. <laughs> Xander and Willow um, come into the library, and I think they're tr- gonna. Tr- they're trying to help um, Giles, and they're hesitant of Jenny, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa! Like, I hope you guys cast out the demon and shit, like from the computer." And Xander's determined that he's gonna find out where Buffy went because they don't actually know where she's going because again, the anointed one leads her to the master, and they don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. So, Xander goes to visit Angel. Which makes a little bit no sense for me because Xander, granted, Xander knows where, somehow knows where Angel is. Um, also, Angel was just there when Dias got punched out. There no, wasn't. He wasn't. Mu- yeah, no, Angel was Oh, he no, wasn't. He wasn't. Oh, I thought Angel was there. No. So, I'm, I'm not kidding. I thought a- the whole time. No. I thought Angel was there, saw that she no. punched out Giles, went, you got this, and went off, and then Xander went and got him. No. I was like, you are not good at being a boyfriend. Granted, you're not that yet, but you're not good at no, now. They, he was back at his apartment for whatever reason. I don't actually know why he wasn't helping them. But yeah. um, Xander and Angel decide to work together. Um, first, they have to be passive-aggressive as fuck. And whip out their dicks and measure. Yeah, they and, did. Oh, Jesus. And uh, Xander and, was very embarrassed. And who loves Buffy more? And then Angel's like, yeah, I'll help you find the entrance to the Hellmouth. How does he know? He knows where the entrance is. Yeah, he does. He doesn't need help. He says, bring me to where the master is. He already knows where the master is. First episode, remember? He, mm. good, wish me good luck. No motion. And then mm. look over here. Yep. That was mm-hmm. that was my first time of saying, oh, you are just bad at this. So Buffy enters the master's lair place, and he keeps appearing and disappearing. Like, reappearing. And he's being, like, you know, witty or whatever. And he has the ability to sort of hypnotize her. It kind of felt more like, well, hypnotize or just stun. Just like, she's just like. Yeah, almost like paralyzed. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but before that, uh, or around that time, Willow um, and Giles and Jenny think that the bronze is the entrance to the Hellmouth. So Willow and Jenny try to leave the school, and then they realize they're surrounded by vampires, and the entrance is actually at the school. Yeah. Lucky enough, Cordelia shows up in her car, and they get in, and they're like, we have to get back to the library. So what's the fastest way to the library? This was a stupid... From I, the parking there lot. There was some stupid things in this episode. To, to crash through the school. through the cement and the door. I mean, the doors, yeah. But, like, you clearly see the side of the walls get smashed. And her car is still running. Not only running, but no damage off to the side of the I car. Know. Not even a dent. Ugh. And they get to the library, which they just left to get back in the library, and they start barring the doors because vampires are trying to get in, which, all right, we're finally at that point. Cool. You, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, it was just, I, I just couldn't believe they drove it through the school. I know. And then, like, who's paying for that? Her dad? I know Cordelia's dad was rich at this point, but. So, the master sort of paralyzes Buffy. She can't move, and he comes behind her, and he says... You don't realize your role in all of this. You set me free. And if you hadn't come, yeah. I couldn't get out. And then she, Should like, cries. taken she, that vacation. Yeah, like, legit. But, but to be fair, if she, if nothing happened, he would have just kept sending the vampires up, killing everyone until she came down. Right. So, I mean, like. Right. It still would have been bad news bears. Yeah. So he bites her quickly. 
and then throws her, which is his own mistake. He's a fucking idiot. He leaves her in the water, and so she technically drowns, and then he is able to get released. Which makes sense because he, well, actually, that goes with our paralyzing theory. She paralyzed her, threw her in the water. She drowned because she's paralyzed. So there you go. Well, also, like, sucking the blood out of her knocks her out a little bit, and then throwing in the water, she would she would stop. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with paralyzed. Okay. I'm going to stick with that. Just because um, it feels better. It feels more natural. Okay. So, luckily, Xander and Angel show up, and Buffy is face down in the water, technically dead. Um, and Angel can't revive her because he, he doesn't have any breath. That I don't get. Because he's a hey. vampire. He's dead. It doesn't make sense how they're still, how they're yeah. walking and talking, but they don't With breathe lungs air. and the hearts and everything, but yeah, all right. right. So, Xander has to do it. He has to give Buffy mouth First to mouth. First time and he gets to make out with Buffy. <laughs> That's exactly what he wanted. He got what his wish. He's like, I want to go to a dance with and Buffy. And this I is Buffy's nice, nightmare. This is, yeah, it's Buffy's nightmare and his wet dream. Literally in water. Literally. So, he does save her. He revives her, and she's like, and then, you know, of course, Angel's there, and she's like, Angel? No, I'm just kidding. And she's like, this is one of my dreams. Yeah, right. Uh, so at the library, they're barricading that door with as many filing cabinets as they can find. Oh, God, again, I keep saying this. Bookshelves. If, if you can move it. They, they can, can move, move it. it. Why do I have to keep saying this in the show? Because the logic isn't logicking, and it, the it doors happens a lot. The not even shut. I know. The they doors swing. are swinging. I know. They could just swing it I know. back to them. How dumb are these vampires? So pretty dumb. It's so um, bad. Coming up from the floor behind them is this tentacle Oh, no. It's demon not a tentacle. With, like, three heads. It's, it is. Can I say it? Kevin thought that the. I, it's, a, it's a testicle monster. It doesn't look like a testicle. I was the like, whole, you mean tentacles? He's like, no, no that looks like no. a testicle. That looked like. There was, this thing it had looked three like a three mouth. testicle. It did. I didn't say it looked like a, a normal one. I'm just saying, like, it just had r- like a horrible, rough, like, slimy skin. And I'm just looking at it like, uh, if a monster wanted to, like, imitate a testicle, that's exactly what it would be. Maybe. Ugh, it was so gross. So, for some reason, the master goes up on the roof. I think it's just to admire Sunnydale because he's like, oh, my beautiful world. So, I don't know if he's just like, I'm king of the world on top of the roof. I thought it was Aladdin. You know, like a whole new world. Maybe, but he's on the roof. No carpet. And um, for some reason, dying makes a Slayer stronger because they have a super epic, like, power walk down the street and of course the theme song kicks in and it was so fucking 90s it was so 90s because honestly parts of this episode were very dramatic and like had some pretty heavy scenes and then they're like and they're walking down the street i'm like what the fuck is happening all the times to put this theme song into here not here not when she just died like not like forget she just died she's just walking down the street and they're just like there's not even a shoulder like do to do to do no it's just like they, they could have had the same music going like, yeah, they're just walking down the street fast. So they, the Hellmouth is, of course, in the library, and the demons are popping up like more than one. And Buffy goes up to the roof, and she sees the master, and she makes a joke about how the hip. Gnosis thing isn't really working on her anymore. Yeah, why did again did Buffy tell Xander and Angel Angel to stay downstairs to um, in case vampires were going to come up after did her? Did she really need Xander though? No, but you got to make them feel involved. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's kind of like she went like, Angel, get your face on. Yeah, I'm right. All right, make sure no one comes up here. And Xander's Xander. like, yeah. Don't die. No, she gave him no directions. She yeah, said, his direction is don't die. His, his direction was, all right, Angel, watch this door. Forget it. And Xander, you're here too. <laughs> you're here too. So. Thanks. <laughs> up on the rooftop. Uh, Buffy tells the master that he has fruit punch mouth. Because he kind of does. He usually And does. he like threatens her something about y'all supposed to be dead going to yeah but going to hell and he she grabs him by the throat and throws him over her shoulder and through the roof and he falls and just perfectly lands on a piece of broken wood that goes directly through his heart yep Right and, where it needs to and go. And he turns into a skeleton. So this that, is weird. This is not weird. This is this was the best joke 
Instead of, like, turning to dust like all the other vampires, his flesh flakes off kind of like um, Thanos, like, kind of like the snap. Uh, That's the closest thing that I could say. But his skeleton remains. And it was the same skeleton from earlier. They did not even (laughs) try to get another skeleton. I'm not kidding. That weird episode that they had, like the um, the the mantis, the mantis. It was the same skeleton, probably. But listen, it was the last episode. Their budget was gone. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, we. They can. spent it all on testicle monster. So they did actually. Uh, that's actually why they used puppets and not CG because they had no money. So everything reverses magically. The master dies, and then the the. Well, the floor is still fucked up, but like the demons, all go the back. demons, yeah, they just oh, and the Hellmouth is closed. Yeah. What? Also, the vampires that were gone, they just don't finish the job, guys. You know, like they just run away. Master's dead. I guess we can just not do anything. So it was the just... the follow through with the vampires is just is just horrible. And then they're like, oh, let's go to the dance because what else are we gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe Buffy could like go to the hospital, make sure she's okay. She fucking died, or go home and take a shower and like fucking go to bed. No, no, no. they have to go to a dance. Because, they have to go to the dance because that's what they do. So they kill things and they go back to the bronze and talk about it, or they just jump to the next day. Oh yeah, um, immediately. But yeah, so they go to the bronze and we don't see it. But as they're walking away. The master's skeleton, she's like, he's not going anywhere. No, no, who's cleaning this up? Now, they do address it in the season two premiere episode. Like, I'm pretty sure they do. But I'm like, we're just going to leave a skeleton? No one's going to, no janitor's going to walk in and be like. Hope, don't you know, there's a dance. When there's a dance, (laughs) you've got to go. It doesn't matter if you left a skeleton of a billion-year-old vampire that was killed. You need to I go think it's like dance. like a thousand years, but you and also go dance. the floor, the floor is still damaged. Completely like still cracked. Damage in the Harbor Library. The, the, the ceiling is damaged. Oh. The wall is damaged. And Cordelia. Like car. Okay, so wait a minute. Get this. They're gonna go to the dance. Whose car are they gonna take? Probably Cordelia's. Back it up. <laughs> She's got. Leave get, no stone under. <laughs> She's gotta get the car out before she gets caught. But there's too many people. You can't all go. To well, the dance. Jenny Callender has a car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which um, she hopefully she doesn't back it up I, and get everyone at the library. I'm just thinking about <laughs> every episode. They never think about the aftermath and the follow up. That library, that school in general, gets damaged like several times throughout the season, and nothing. How about everything's the, fine? Forget that. How about who the, pays? How about the murders that just happened in the lounge? Yeah, but. But what? It was Valmouth. It was on the news. Apparently quickly Listen, cleaned up, by the way. Kit, right? That was cleaned up quick. Listen, I'm telling you. Oh, okay, because everything reverses. Oh, my God. Do you think those kids, do you think those kids come back to life? If they do, they're going to be really I got to look up if Kevin makes an appearance in season two because I'm going to be fucking. That would be hilarious. No, he, they died. They no, got they, they must have. They they died. Died. They're Look, dead. Look, I know my name. But my name is the. If you're my name's in a show, I'm either the biggest laugh or I'm dead. That's it. But that whole school is a crime scene, and it's still open. Like you yeah. said, those kids died there. Yeah, there that should have been cops. Closed. There should have been cops there. Everywhere, detectives should be everywhere. But nope. No. Why? Because there's a dance. <laughs> we gotta go to the dance. Everybody knows. When there's a dance going so on, po- all adults go home or to wherever they are. <laughs> well, the point I was just going to make is the bronze is an establishment for everyone, for adults. So I bet adults in this town fucking hate these teenagers because they're constantly taking over the one club in this entire town. <laughs> oh, is if it's not a no, fumig- wait, if it's if it's not a fumigation party, it's a spring fling or a May Queen. You know, you know what they all are. No, actually, I I figured it out. You know where every adult is? At the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she works so much. 
She worked so hard. You're right, because there's certainly a, there's never not, at the bronze. There are going to be teenagers at the gallery. <laughs> Don't you know? You know I'm working this weekend at the gallery. And where all the adults are <sighs> be. Maybe that's why Snyder is so bitter, because he can't get a fucking drink, because the bronze is always full of teenagers. Yeah, and they never really said that you don't get a drink or something at the gallery, so there uh, you go. Ma- wine? I bet Maybe they do wine. cultural nights. I bet they get yeah. them wine. Every time their teenagers say, like, oh, we're going to go to the bronze. Oh, God, we're going to go to the gallery. I can't. <laughs> I can't. We're going to have some type of culture in this goddamn town. Oh Let's just God. go to the gallery. Oh. You know, that's Buffy's uh, mom. I don't care. I don't care. We're keeping her. We're staying late. We're staying late. What that? She's not going to get back to her daughter. I don't care. We're staying old. What's closing time? 3 a.m.? We're doing this. <laughs> she won't mind. She never goes home. It would be awesome if it's like, not only like, you know the gallery's open on weekends till 3 a.m. <laughs> Oh, God. It closes from seven. It closes from uh, six o'clock to eight o'clock at night, just so that you can be home, just enough to be like a little bit of like interaction. Yell with at Buffy. Yell at Buffy. You didn't eat dinner, nor did you do your homework. Oh, do your homework, yes. And that's why, why is the librarian and that's, here? And that's why we see her only in the morning because that's the only time it's not open. Who goes to the gallery in the morning? Nobody. They go at night and they get oh, drooled, they get turned up. We're just making up backstories all We're, over no, the place. No, no, you want to know why? Because they don't give us the <laughs> answers. Yeah. We have to make our own answers We're gonna to make, make the show. We're going to figure out the answers on our own, even if they're fake, even if they're false. Uh, that's that's what I'm just going to assume. Every time I'm like, where's the adult? Gallery. They're at the gallery. At the gallery. <laughs> that's why Joyce has to work so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was our recap of the last episode of season one for Buffy. And uh, can I ask you just quickly, what was your favorite part of the season? Was there anything about the season that you liked? All right, so I will I will answer that with one of my experiences watching this episode. The face you gave me. <laughs> okay, go so ahead. there's a part where I guess Xander and uh, Angel are talking. Yeah. And I straight up fell asleep. That, that's, yes, you did. I. Straight up, okay, was out in like a light. Your defense, it was a very boring season because they're just talking about their crushes on Buffy and like they're both just out dicking each other. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why that's why it happened. Um, I asked you what you liked about <sighs> the show. I liked this. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, all right. Um, that's so mean. I'm not. It's not mean. It's just, there's nothing. You know everything in this show from Do the you, first episode. That's true. Okay, right. And there's, right. like, literally, you, I could have seen the first episode and the last episode, and I would have known everything <laughs> I need to know. I did not need any of this extra filler in this show. You are actually sort of correct. I would because... have needed one other episode, and that would have been the anointed one, and I really didn't even need that one. Because guess what? He didn't do anything. He didn't do a grab, didn't Follow do a that child? Gotcha. <laughs> and by fan scene. And he's done. Uh, you are sort of correct. Season one does not have a overarching plot that, you know, develops throughout the season. It's only half a season. But the other seasons do. So this one I can understand not having, like... Okay, when I think about the first time I watched it, maybe because I was in high school, I liked the witch episode. I liked... Um... <laughs> Let's just say this. This season made me laugh a lot. Well, but it wasn't making me laugh for the right reasons. No, I think it is supposed to make you laugh a little bit. Like it, There my... are moments that are funny, obviously. Um, I liked the first two episodes. I liked Angel, the Angel episode about Angel. Um, I liked the Nightmare episode um, and the last one, the Out of Mind, Out of Sight, and then the finale. I like the puppet episode. But that's See, that I was love, one that I could take. I take. love that just because I like puppets. You could literally, any uh, Muppets, puppets, whatever it is. Then there is one, an, only one. I'm not going to make you watch all of Angel. There is one Angel episode that you would have to watch because it is literally all about puppets. Oh, that's the right there. And, well, we'll be introduced to Spike in the next season, but Spike is on that season of, of Angel, and he's involved in that episode. So I love it. Uh, yeah, so season two is one of my favorite seasons, so I I think it gets better, and yeah, of course there are funny moments in it, but there are, like, 
you know, sad, heavy, dramatic moments, too. Now, are we talking about actual sad, heavy moments or high school sad, heavy moments? Both. Okay. Both. All right. I started this journey, and I'm going to finish it. That's just because you love me. That is very true. Do you not enjoy, like, not even, like, one minute of it? You, like, that's, really hate that's, it. It's not that I don't hate it. I just don't get it yet. I, again, just like I said, I didn't, I could have watched all, the first episode, mm. this last episode, and I would have been done with season one. Right. All these other extra stuff, you're, like, totally right. They just, they, like, someone had an idea, and they wadded it up with, like, the well, paper and water and just threw it at a wall and, like, go! Obviously, these writers had different stories and ideas that they said, like, you know, bring crazy horror or, like, m- mysterious things, you know, um... What's the word? Like fantasy, bring it all to the table. And because season one was really like setting up kind of what the story was or what the show was going to be about, they kind of tried to just do everything, to just have a broad spectrum of like, it could be ghosts, could it be puppets, is it going to be demons and vampires? Like, it's going to be everything. So season two is much more clear, like, what the big, what we deem is called the big bad of the season is. And there are, of course, a few filler episodes. Like with every show, there's a few yeah, filler, episodes. filler episodes. But but this episode, this season, season two, this definitely has a story and you have to watch the whole season. There is an episode in this season that has John Ritter in it from Three's Company. Oh, okay. And he's actually really good. Um, spoiler okay. alert. He's evil. Um, well, I kind of figured and, if he's guest starring. He is guest starring. And it's it's a good episode, so that would be fun. Um, right. Yeah, and then season three is a little bit more playful. It's a little bit more fun. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. So I'm sorry that my answer is that I did not care for it. Other than the fact that we learned she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she... Slayed vampires. Yes, it does. It does get better. You learn more about the Slayer and what it means to be a Slayer yeah. and blah blah blah. And like, of course, it's season <clears> one. But you did say it was easier to get through than Parks and Rec. It is. It is easier to get through than Parks and Rec. There's some, but At least gra- it's entertaining. It is entertaining. Sometimes for the wrong reasons, but it's entertaining. As long as you like it. As long as you watch it with. As long me. as you find me, my dear. Uh, anyway, well, that is it for me. I am going to sign off, and I will catch you on the flip side. And if I'm alive through (laughs) season two, just know that I went this path willingly. And he loves me. I do love her. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.